for even drawing us to this place. Thank you for Sister Darlene on the line today. God, you know every circumstance and situation surrounding her life. Oh God, I'm asking Father that you would pour out on her, pour in her for her endeavor, for her pursuit to be on the line on today. May she not leave the same way that she came. Oh God, but that you will penetrate every circumstance and every concern in the mighty name of Jesus. May she surrender it to the throne of grace and allow you free will and access, oh God, to make the difference. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So 1 Thessalonians 1, uh, chapter 1, chapter 1, verse 1 through 10. And it reads, Paul, uh, Solanus, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonian, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of our God and Father, knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God. Amen. What kind of men we are among you for your sakes, and you become followers of us, of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit. Verse 7, so that you become examples to all in Macedonia and Archia who believe. For, for from you the word of the Lord has so, surrounded forth, sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and Archia, but also in every place. Your faith towards God has gone out so that we do not need to say anything. For they themselves declare concerning us what manner of entry you had to you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead even Jesus who delivered us from the wrath to come praise God now that's a full uh, picture of introduction from the disciples unto the church and Thessalonians and um, it reached to uh, to the other areas and regions, basically just to say the capacity of the impact that was that had been made among the people of God. Praise God. So what I want to focus on is today is one of the characteristics of fallen men, as I said earlier, in our nature is uh, we have been, we have rejected God's plan as the best plan for us. And this began way back, as I said, when the Garden of Eden, when Satan tempted Eve um, to be rebellious against God and exerted her right uh, to be determined her own course. And so even so, people have been pursuing their own desires since then based on self-interest, you know. And it's understandable in that it's in this world. This is the mindset that's in the world, sadly. 
but unfortunately it's also the attitude of a lot of Christians too who tend who attend church and consider themselves as serving God you know uh, it's an encroachment on their time to do certain things it's an encroachment on their um, freedom to uh, pursue at a certain pace or rate it's not necessary don't take all that and these are the concepts that of self interest that we intertwine as believers as Christians um, about our walk with the Lord amen and so the devil is effectively kind of intertwined his agenda into the hearts of the people of God as well as the world and so I want to just talk about three things that we can use to counteract the self-centered reasoning that we've come about and so such self-centered reasoning is grounded in basically three types of misconceptions um, that throw us off guard and so one would be we don't understand who God is we don't understand that he is the divine creator of the universe and the sovereign ruler over all heavens and earth that he is the redeemer and he has redeemed us from sin with the precious blood of his son Jesus Christ and so in other words he's purchased us from slavery to in sin in that way he's purchased us that's why the word says that your life is not your own you've been brought with a price he's purchased us back from the born in sin shaped in iniquity aspect that Eve and Adam um, surrendered our freedom to amen and so with that perspective his purchase has given us um, a way of escape a way of escape he's given us a way of escape um, as a human being amen and so we had become slaves and we are slaves without his love and without his gratitude without his plan we are slaves we think we're going somewhere with it but the end thereof leads to destruction according to the word he said that he said that the a man there's a way that seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof is destruction so we we think we're doing good but in actuality we've been tricked We've been hoodwinked. We've been bamboozled from the very beginning, and it started with Eve and Adam, Adam's decision, um, and so it filtered on into a choice that we also have to make too individually, because they rejected the original plan of God. Amen. So now they made a choice against it, which means that instead of it being a default for us. Now we have to make a choice just like they have to make a choice. They had to make a, they made a choice. Amen. And the second thing is that we don't understand why we are here. We don't understand why we're here. You know, I always bring to the awareness that, you know, you were born, we were born, and no one told us, uh, you know, we didn't have anything to do with being here. You know, we kind of appeared here. Someone had to tell us our birth date and our existence, the time that we came into play. Amen. 
So we didn't have anything to do with our our being birthed into this world. So we don't understand why we are here many times, we, most of the time. And if definitely if we don't pursue that question, if no one gives the answer to that question, um, and no one can give us the reality of why we are here. Well, the word says that we are created to worship and serve God. That's basically the total sum of our existence from the perspective of God, the creator. And this is our deity. This is our dest- our destiny and the way we glorify him. This is how we glorify him. This is how he's pleased with us, how he winks at us, and what the promises are based on that he promises us for. That we worship him, that we serve him, that we seek to glorify him. Amen with our existence in this world. And so the third thing is that we don't understand the Lord's great purpose in the world. Okay, so as we see in number two, that we have uh, to glorify him, we have to worship him, we have to serve him. There is a big picture for everyone, totally. There's a big picture and a plan that he has for the kingdom of God, for those, all of us collectively who believe and who will follow his commitment and commandments. Amen. So that is his kingdom. He's building a world kingdom. He's building a kingdom of us who believe on him, who love him. Amen. And who desire to serve him, freely worship him, and freely glorify him with their existence towards his original plan. They don't want to choose and compromise uh, the other default that Adam and Eve chose. They would love to have the opportunity to choose the plan that God chose for us. Amen. And receive the benefits that go along with it and not the consequences of death, hell, and the grave. Grave. Amen. Praise God. So that is the um, bigger picture of that God is building, which is his kingdom. And we have to, we've been commissioned to be involved in the process. We have been commissioned, those who will believe, to be involved in the process by ministering to others and proclaiming the gospel far and near. That is our commission. Once you become a believer, just to work to build the kingdom of God and commission and compel others to be a part of his kingdom also, um, instead of the default of death, hell, and the grave, which, you know, Adam and Eve took and uh, made us consequences. Uh, so the, basically those are the three things that I wanted to bring out that First Thessalonians was really alluding to the fact that the impact that the disciples made, it goes worldwide. You and I have an impact entwined in us that the Lord has already equipped each and every one of us to be able to be impactful. The word says that one will chase a thousand and we two will put 10,000 to flight. So to, we can reach the world. We are supposed to change the world. And we're supposed to be able to uh, impact the world for the kingdom of God. Amen. That is our commission. Uh, we are have been assigned and to, to be involved in the process. And our role in the process is to minister to others and proclaim the, the gospel of Jesus Christ 
far and near. That is why we are here. That's what we're here for. That's what he created us for. And that's what we are commissioned to do in order to receive what the promises that he has set aside for those who believe. Those who believe are the sons of God. Yes, we were all created by God, but we are not all children of God. We have to decide to be a child of God through the choice that God has made available through his son, Jesus Christ. Otherwise, we default to the son of our father, the devil, because he was the one who originally enticed our the, the Eden, um, uh, Eve in the Garden of Eden to decide against God's plan. Okay? So now Jesus has made a choice uh, available, an opportunity for us to side with God's plan, making us children of God. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. So in closing, God's intended, intentional positions for Christians, believers. Um, I have to be very careful how I say believers because there's a lot of people that say they are Christians today. Amen. But I want to encourage everyone and bring this awareness that the word of God says the truth will make us free. And what is true about the believer who will do uh, who is a child of God, the believer that does God's will is the child of God. Amen. We've been born with a lot of uh, gifts and abilities. However, until we choose to use our gifts and abilities in a covenant with the Lord, we are not children of God. We are not the sons and daughters of God because he says, if you love me, you will keep my commandment. Amen. And there, there is no in-between in that, because if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. I never knew you. Those types of things, God has put in progression and in intertwined in his decision-making of who's who and who you're working for, because you have to make a precise decision, make your election sure. And that's what it says here in First Thessalonians in the verse, and it says... Um, and uh, then in the fifth verse, um, it says uh, about you making your election sure. Amen. And being sure that you have selected God. Knowing that your election is by God. Knowing that you are working for the Lord. That there is no in between. That you're not compromising. And that you are specifically understanding that you were bought with a price and that you're on a precise and particular commission that you have chosen freely and willfully to give unto the Lord. Amen. And as I said in closing, God's intention is for our service to be divine and it's a privilege, a fulfilling of an opportunity and an avenue of blessing for him to bless us with his provisional blessings, his promises, we are the ones who are eligible for that. Amen. And as long as we're on the road for that, we can receive that. And so the moment that we receive, we don't receive those things, a lot of times we are saying, well, God, you know what I'm saying? I want this, that, and the third. You know, but I am, I'm not getting it. I still go to church. I pay my tithes. You know, I do the basic or whatever have you. I might not be like Sister Sally or Sister Sue, but I'm doing the best that I can or I'm doing what I 
feel like it's the best thing for me to do. Amen. Well, unfortunately, God is saying, dig deeper, go deeper, come up higher. I have a call and a plan and a purpose, and I have specific gifts in you that I want to develop, but I need your cooperation. Amen. Praise God. Someone else join the line? Good morning, Louisa. Hey, how you doing, my friend? God bless you. Praise amen. God. Praise amen. God. Amen, amen, amen. We've got Sister Darlene on the line also. Praise the amen. Lord. Praise amen. the Lord. <laughs> hey, good morning. Amen. Praise God. And we're wrapping up the session at this point. I just wanted to share also as we conclude that we're talking about First Thessalonians verse 1 chapter chapter 1 verses 1 through 10 and I've read that and we've expounded on the word of God bringing out three things that um, that have infiltrate our reasoning our reasoning for God's plan amen so in conclusion uh, God intended us to um, serve him with a design a divine privilege and a fulfilling opportunity uh, to advance his kingdom Amen. And an avenue for us to be blessed. In. This is this is his thing that he wants to give back to us. And to say that we can't fit into our schedule, his plan is hypocrisy. It's a rejection of God. The same thing that Eve did. Amen. Eve rejected the fact that he said, okay, y'all could do everything else but not eat from this tree. And so she entertained the temptation because she thought in herself that well maybe I can be above what God thinks I can be maybe I maybe he doesn't maybe it is true maybe he don't know what's best for me basically is what she said and unfortunately that has filtered that is the default that trans transpired and transgressed into the human race amen so we find ourselves being challenged by understanding that God's plan is the best plan for our life. And we end up defaulting back to, no, it ain't. It don't take all that. I could do something else. I know what's best for me. This is my life. I get to choose. And this this is how Eve did. And that enticement came from the devil. Amen. Because we were originally and initially set at a default to please God. Adam walked with God in the cool of the day every day. He didn't have a challenge or issue at that point. But then the woman that was uh, uh, created in the Garden of Eden, by matter of fact, the devil was already there. The serpent had already been cast down. He used his influence because she was subject to that ground. He used his influence to entice her. And God in his infinite wisdom allowed it. And he allowed us to have a choice because he apparently saw that if the devil chose against him and he ultimately took a third of the angels, that this human that God had now created might have some bias too. His biggest thing is that I want you to choose me freely and openly. So I'll give you the opportunity to make a choice because I know your heart. You don't know your heart. And so because you don't know your heart, you don't know what you're capable of unless you're given the opportunity to choose. Amen. 
but he tells you that I came that you can have life and that life more abundantly and choose ye this day whom you're going to serve because it matters where you spend your life and your destiny at. And he forewarns us and pre-warns us in his word. He introduces himself and gives us the plan and the total purpose of our existence. And he lets us know that there's an enemy out there that's against you, that wants to see you be destroyed because he chose to be destroyed. And he wants to give you an opportunity to be destroyed too, other than receive the blessings and the promises that I've set aside for you. My God, any questions? Amen. So as we close, the truth is that we, what we forfeit by not serving God is far greater than anything that the devil tricks us to believe that we're going to gain in this life, that we could possibly gain in this life by selfishly pursuing our own way. We are far outweighed in um, uh, forfeit when it comes to what this life and what the devil can offer us. Whether it's fun, money, all these things. Our life on this earth, it, this earth is a small portion of the eternal life that we will live in our conscience and either in heaven or in hell. And so God has promised us life more abundantly here, as well as the security of our heavenly home with him through eternity, through our existence, eternity, uh, in, in spirit and in truth. This is in truth. In spirit, we live longer. Amen. We eternally live. Praise God. Like he originally intended us to be. And so I encourage each and every one to choose life. Amen. Choose the consequences that has eternal life and eternal abundant, abundant opportunity, both, both in spirit and in truth. In Jesus name. God bless each and every one of you. Thank God for everyone who joined the prayer line today. Praise God. I just want to interject also, um, that we are going to be on the radio station starting, uh, the 10th. Uh, the seventh uh, and the tenth, um, our our service will be, and you all are privileged to be the first ones to hear the dates and details. Amen. The date uh, for our first service radio uh, appearance will be the seventh um, of uh, March and the tenth of March. That's a Thursday at six p.m. The the eighth. I'm sorry. The seventh of March, Thursday at six p.m. Um, and the uh, 10th, which is Sunday at 4 p.m. Amen. And uh, it's an hour total a week. So I'm going to be doing it on Thursday and Sunday for right now to see how it works. When I may, uh, if it's not enough time and I'm not able to get enough time in and I'm not being able to reach enough people that want to get online or want to have prayer or want a one-on-one or need more information. If I find out that it's 
that, uh, you know, I need to tweak the format, I can go to an hour on one particular day. And so that's what we're working on right now to decide uh, which way we will go with that. But for right now, we're going to start out. Um, the, the more opportunity that we have, the better it is. So we're going to do Thursday and Sunday on Thursdays, this first Thursday in March, uh, on the 7th, starting at 6 p.m. Praise God, we will be on the radio. International radio, it reaches internationally. Amen. And uh, we're going to be uh, featured on Facebook, um, YouTube, Instagram, as well as um, uh, um, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Periscope. Praise God. And uh, so it is wonderful that the Lord is opening doors. And he said, if you'll be faithful over a few things, that he will make you ruler over many things. That's one, 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 one promise that the Lord has made among all the hundreds of thousands of opportunities that he's made when we choose him, when we choose the default, we choose his default and not the temptation of the default from sin, which Adam and Eve fell for. You know, and I encourage and employ each and every one of us as we go forward not to fall for the devil's trap. Don't fall for it. We don't know what's best for us. God has the bigger plan. He had it from the foundation of the earth. And before we even were birthed into existence, praise God, he foreknew us and foretold of us. Amen. He empowered us with gifts and abilities to change the kingdom of God and to be able to uh, bring others into the kingdom of God. And he commissioned us to be involved, but he wants it freely and he wants it willingly and he wants it with a cheerful heart. Praise God. He needs you to have an attitude of gratitude and to be thankful to know that you are nothing without him. Amen. We're nothing without him, and he has the master plan. God bless each and every one of you. Praise God for you all that came on the line on today. Praise God, and stay tuned for the prayer. As we go into prayer, we're going to pray as we end, but then there will be a prayer um, podcast that I also pass out. Praise God. Are there any prayer requests? Amen. Praise God. All right. Come on, join in prayer with me as we close out. Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God, thank you. Thank you for your people. Thank you, Father, for everyone that is on the line on today. God, we thank you, Father God, that you have blessed us with this time, oh God, to fellowship with you. You've drawn us to this place. Oh God, we thank you that we can't even come to you unless you draw us here. May we, may we not take the credit for even being here, oh God, because we know that you are omniscient and all-knowing God. You're the one who places it in our heart. You said that you have the heart of the king is in your hand and you turn it as the channels of you turn it like a dial, like a channel. My God, when we think we're doing something on our own, Lord, we just need to know that you are the author and the finisher of 
our faith. And we just give you praise on today because you are all-knowing God. So we come as humbly as we know how, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, to this throne of grace, this throne of opportunity, Lord. Oh, God, we ask you to search our hearts even right now. Oh, God, everyone under the sound of my voice, even everyone who will hear the podcast later, God, I'm asking you and praising, Father, that you will definitely not let us leave the same way that we came. Oh, God, that you will penetrate even right now now. I come against every attack and every stronghold in the hearts and minds of the people of God under the sound of my voice. I decree and declare breakthrough anointing against every dark thing. You sabotage demon in the mighty name of Jesus. I come against you in Jesus mighty name. I fall the plan. Oh God in Jesus name of the chief gene die demon and the giants. I cancel your assignment and tear up the contract. I plead the blood uh, wicked authority, the blood of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus against every dark thing, over every petition, over every monitoring demon. In Jesus name, every witch and warlock, the blood of Jesus. I strip your authority and cast you back to the dry place. I destroy the plan. I break the yoke in Abasha in mighty name of Jesus. I decree and declare, oh God, the anointing of God through the high ranking authority, oh God, in the person of the Holy Spirit, oh God, that we are seated in the heavenly places, oh God, that there is no name above the name of Jesus. And so therefore I decree and declare every subjection, every submission is spoiled. I arrest you. I arrest you in the mighty name of Jesus and cast you back to the dry place. I strip your authority and relinquish it to the kingdom of God and I decree and declare breakthrough even right now oh God I thank you Father God that all things are subject and submissive oh God to the anointing through this prayer in Jesus mighty name God, as we come to the throne of grace, search every heart in Jesus' name, oh God. Oh God, bind up, oh God, every hindering spirit, Lord, that we surrender our flesh appetite, even right now at the throne of grace, oh God. We surrender the flesh in Jesus' name. We decree and declare, Father, break through, Father, that you would look on us and deal with our hearts, even as we go through the course of the week, through the course of the day. In Jesus' name, Lord God, we ask you, Father God, to teach us your perfect will. Help us to understand the big picture, Lord God, as we walk in grace, as we walk in your authority, Lord. God, guide us and lead us. Oh God, help us to be what you need us to be in this last and evil day. God, we thank you in advance for drawing our hearts to you. You have a perfect plan for us, and we ask you, Lord, that you would instill it in our hearts. Help us. Help us, God. We need you. Put a yes in our belly again, oh God. Oh God, give us a fortification, Lord. Get rid of our stinking thinking, Lord. Help us, Father. Oh God, to walk in your perfection in Jesus' name. No, we are not perfect, Lord, but you are perfect. And through your righteousness, God, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Oh God, but we have to first have a yes. We have to first cooperate. We have to first desire your big plan. We have to first not rebut and reject your plan for us. God, we ask your Father to infiltrate our heart. Oh God, in God, in Jesus' name, oh God, break up the fallow ground. Help us, oh God, to 
us say yes to your will and yes to your way. And you help us understand that we need you, Lord. We're nothing without you, God. We can't do this alone. My God, my God, my God. Oh God, our flesh is enmity against your plan. And so we have to surrender, God. And we do that now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let God, let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh God, our strength and redeemer. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Oh God, and we charge our angels, Lord, to apprehend our thoughts, Lord, in the name of Jesus and help us to walk circumspectly before you, O oh God. God, I charge the angels of your people with the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the preparation of peace. O oh God, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And we say now to do the will of God in our lives. Begin to minister. Bring the ministering angels, O oh God, to our thoughts, to our memories, to our understanding, God, through the course of the day and the weekend this year. In the name of Jesus. God, we charge the angels to do the work for us and to help us to stay on course and on track with you in our hearts and in our focus and in our mind. In the mighty name of Jesus, we decree, we declare it, we command it, oh God. I command and seal it and establish it for your people now and everyone under the sound of my voice and everyone who will hear. Let the same anointing rest in Jesus' mighty name. I command it, I decree it, I command it and declare it in your mighty name, God. Amen. Amen. And amen. My God, my God, my God, my God. God bless each and every one of you. I know you're on your way. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. This is Prophet Melina. God bless each and every one of you until next time. And I hope that you'll listen on the prayer group for the prayer and for the posting. And we will be back again on Sunday. Please join me then. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Love y'all. Amen. Amen.